them on Facebook for interviews and more. The Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here. And joining us in studio now, it's Mary Beth Redman, former legislator for the state of Vermont, and Brenna Hannon. Brenda Hannon, excuse me. Uh, uh, and we're going to talk about this uh, new memorial for mm. St. Joseph's. So, Mary Beth, let's start out. Uh, tell us about this, where the park is, how what's going on. The, how the fundraising efforts going, how people can donate to make this happen. Yeah. Oh, we're so excited about this project. And this is a project that was really um, one of the desires of the Voices of St. Joseph Orphanage, the former residents. There are only about 50 to 100 who are who are still remaining. And this was their vision. They wanted this a memorial, and the city of Burlington generously said that it could be located in Kieslich Park, which is down right on the waterfront. It's on the land that's just below the old orphanage building. So that's the land where the children of the orphanage played and roamed as little kids. Um, and, you know, they're, it's hard to believe, Kurt and Anthony, but 13,000 children went through that orphanage over 120 years and it closed in 1974. So there's an unbelievable history there. And, the former residents really wanted to have a memorial that was um, a beautiful, kind of contemplative, safe place for kids to really remember the stories of the orphans and also um, commit in a really deep way to protecting children in Vermont, that all of us as community members would commit again, recommit to ensuring that children were cared for properly in the state of Vermont. And Mary Beth, um, obviously, it's, it's the uh, Pomelo family has made a generous donation of $25,000. Yes. The city stepped up. Um, how much money is still needed to make this happen? So we need to raise $160,000 for the materials and the installation. Everything else is provided, the pathway, all of that. $160K. We so far are at about seventy k. Um, and the Pomelo Family Foundation started us off with a twenty five k gift, which is incredible. It's a matching challenge. So we need people to step up and match that 25K so that we can activate it. Um, So yeah, it's just been awesome. The city of Burlington, the Burlington City Council tonight is going to vote to make a contribution toward it. So everyone's jumping on board in the state of Vermont in their most recent budget approved a $25,000 contribution because a lot of the kids from around the state across Vermont were placed there as children. And how, so people listening this morning and want to con- contribute, how do they do that? So they contribute, they can go online to St. Joseph's RJ for restorative justice, rjinquiry.com, St. Joseph's rjinquiry.com. And right there is a big button, donate to Memorial. All right. Well, this and so Brenda, let's pull you into the conversation. Brenda, you are one of the people that Mary Beth was just talking about. Uh, what's the number again of people that are still? There are only like fifty. Fifty have come together in this voices group, and there are only a hundred remaining survivors out of the thirteen thousand. That's right. So, Brenda, let's tell us a little bit about your thoughts on this and and your story. Okay. Uh- I was at St. Joseph's Orphanage from 19. Right there you go. Perfect. 
from 1959 to 1968. Uh, I was six years old when I went there. Um, so it was a hard childhood. So what this memorial garden means to me and a, and a lot of our survivors is we want to make a place that you remember and honor those children, not only our 13,000, but all the children through the world that went through the same thing in different orphanages, but remember us, but also we want to make it a happy, peaceful, relaxing garden, um, and we want to hear the laughter and the innocence of children that are having a childhood. And that's what we want to do. And yeah. and this garden is going to be like our final exclamation point of, of all the projects we have done over the past two and a half, three years. Now, um, when you were a child there, um, this, is the, this is the land where the kids would play? Uh, part, part of the land, yes. Uh, the overlook which was near the railroad tracks that you would go down towards the beach mm-hmm. area. So we would go back and forth through there going to the beach. Um, the upper hill and land was mostly where we played. But, yes, that was part of it, yes. And, Brenda, do you do you view your time there at St. Joseph's as that you're, you were robbed of your childhood? Because you said we'd like to hear the laughter and joy of, of kids that are really enjoying a real childhood. Yes. Uh, I feel that those of us that were there as children did not have a childhood. We had no childhood. Um, And there wasn't a lot of laughter. And there was not a lot of play. There was a lot of chores and discipline and punishment. Um, But they brought you out there as showpieces when um, dignitaries or the priests or the bishop or, or people were there just to see how wonderful everything was. But no, there wasn't really any childhood. Yeah, a lot of emotional, physical, and sexual abuse in many cases. I mean, it was a traumatic, traumatic place to grow up, for sure. Yeah. Right, there's been investigations, and the churches had to actually admit to a lot of abuse that went on there. Absolutely. Yeah. Brenda, talk about uh, the design, because you were all very involved in the design, and and describe for people what it's going to look like. Uh, With the help of Burlington Parks that came, really, really came on board, they're very excited to work with us. Uh, We uh, helped do some of the designing of what the park will look like. Um, All the um, members of our group We all wanted an arbor uh, facing from the back of the orphanage uh, to Lake Champlain. And the arbor to us is a big symbolization in that it is going to represent us coming through to the light and to freedom. And that that really touches all our hearts. And uh, we also are going to do some... Uh, glacier erratic boulders that are going to have carvings and some sayings on them. Um, I think most of it's nailed down, but not all of it. Like one of the boulders we're thinking is going to have a bunch of numbers 
because we were numbered. We had no individuality. We were numbers. So I want to have some numbers put on some of the boulders, random numbers. Um, I was number 22. You'll never forget it. I'm 70 years old, and I can remember that number. Um, and, and with something to the effect of we became so much more than a number. Um, there's going to be a poem and some other different sayings that haven't quite been the details worked out yet. But it's very there's like going to be six huge boulders. Brenda, where did the idea of this, the, the memorial, where did that spring from? Did it come from an individual? Somebody said, hey, we ought to do this, or a group of people got together. How did this idea, what did, where did this idea spring from? Um, when we started our meetings of the restorative justice inquiry with uh, Mark Wenberg, uh, he asked us, what goals, what aspirations, what projects would you like to work on? And, and um, one of the things was we want to work with DCF to have them have better training. Uh, we want to work with the legislature to get laws passed, and we did get S-99 passed. Um, and the park, the memorial, we all thought of a memorial. We didn't know where. We didn't know what. We didn't know what it was going to look like. Um, and we worked on that. And... Um, Mark contacted uh, Burlington Parks of Recreation, and, and then the, the, the discussion started, and uh, they came to a, a meeting, one of our meetings, represented quite a few representatives of the park, and they listened to us, and they listened to our stories, and there wasn't a dry eye in the house. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. But that really lit a fire under them, and it's just wonderful that... People are taking notice and, and understanding what went on and is and are working towards helping us accomplish our goals and by all the donations and hopefully that the public and and organizations will help. They, they will help us achieve this major goal for us. We're talking to Mary Beth Redman and Brenda Hannon, and we're talking about the uh, raising money to create the, the memorial at for St. Joseph's. Uh, the orphanage and if you have a question for Mary Beth or or Brenda give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline listen the way you want now we return on the morning drive news talk WVMT welcome back to the morning drive everybody we are back Kurt and Anthony here and we're talking to Mary Beth Redmond and we're talking to Brenda Hannon uh, and we're talking about the new public memorial in honor of residents of St. Joseph's Orphanage. If you have a question for Mary Beth or or Brenda, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline. Don't wait too long. We've only got a few minutes left, but 888-414-0303. And Brenda, um, I know we were talking when we were off air uh, about uh, you have really spent most of your life really not talking about this really difficult issue, obviously, in your life how difficult was it for you to finally come forward and talk about this? I know a lot of your loved ones really didn't know that you had been a part of this and what you had gone through. How difficult was it for you to finally come forward and what, what made you finally come forward? It was uh, extremely difficult to come forward and start saying anything that had happened. Um, what made me come forward actually was the BuzzFeed article when I started reading that um 
all my memories came back, started to come back. I started to remember and have flashes of things that were um, very traumatic. But the response from the Attorney General and the Crime Victims Unit and uh, the mayor and different people, it, it, it set off in my mind that these people really do believe and understand now what went on when before it wasn't. In the 90s when they tried to bring this forward, um, the people that were courageous and came forward, I had nothing to do with it. I wouldn't even think about it. Um, they were all re-victimized again by the church by how they treated them. And I thought, I'm not going to put myself through that. Um, but when all of these news articles and all of this information start pouring out, and I could see the intense interest in it, I, I decided, well, I will come forward and, 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 and validate some of this information. And then at that time, there seemed to be a it was being handled in a different way, and there was a different attitude about it. There was a very different attitude, and there was finally acceptance that, um, yes, the nuns and the priests that were supposed to be these very holy people really, really, really did these things to us. They're not what they appear to be. Will this, um, will this sort of, do you look at this as this will sort of bring closure to this, this awful period in so many kids' lives? I think it will help ease some of the pain, hopefully bring some closure. Um, it's going to bring closure to me because that's the way I am. Uh, I have to look forward and move forward, um, and not let what happened in the past I had no control over. But I am going to be happy, and I am going to control my life. And and this is part of me controlling my life. Well, you're brave. You're very brave and very sweet. Uh, and and I just, um, I the, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a terrible situation. And to have it culminate, as you said, you know, you did a lot of research. You, you, all all the research that's gone into what happened and 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 the story. Everything is out. Uh, but to culminate with a park and to culminate with a memorial uh, for the children, 13,000 children. This is a memorial for the children that pass through the doors and um, to be able to do it right where the children were outside uh, playing. I, I, I have this vision of, you know, you're inside, you're kind of trapped. And then when they let you out, it's like, ah, you know, mm -hmm. and so the park is right there. The memorial's right there. Uh, I, 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 I think it's, I think it's a great, great way to, to, to end. As you said, when you first came in the studio, just want to point out that this is the culmination and the, and the product of a lot of hard work. Mm. Yes. I, th I think that's what inspired me and former Lieutenant Governor Molly Gray to get involved to yeah. help fundraise. We heard the stories in the legislature and we, we were we all left sobbing. We sat with them one day on Zoom during COVID for three hours, and Ugh. each person told their personal story. And we just we were flabbergasted, floored. We knew about this, but not to the extent. And and I'm a Catholic, and I'm very unhappy with 
the response of the diocese, very unhappy with it. And so that's why I've gotten involved, because this is my way to repair, yeah. um, to get involved and do something. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're asking organizations, family foundations, cities, villages, whoever wants to contribute. This, these children came from across the state, not just here in BTV, across the state. So we're asking everyone to open their checkbooks and contribute toward this memorial to children. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Uh, good morning. Um, this is just a great idea, and I'm and I'm really um, it's really great to hear what everybody's doing in the memorial park. And I just want to suggest I hadn't heard the whole conversation today, but if you haven't already done this, you might be surprised. You might want to write to the Vatican and ask for some donations. Right directly to go right to, to the top because the Pope has been very. Uh, active in trying to make the church forgive and, and you know, and uh, acknowledge a lot of their mistakes, and you might be surprised. Invite the Pope to the memorial opening and ask him for some money, and you might get some. So it's a great, great, great uh, thing you're doing, and good luck. Thank you. Thank you, and I, I'm going to do that. Thank you for that suggestion, because I was moved by the Pope's going to Western Canada and deeply apologizing for the treatment of indigenous children. And we should be doing that here. And the big thing that the legislature did, Mary Beth, was to eliminate the statute of limitations on damages for physical abuse. Is that right? That's right. right. That's right. We didn't. Physical abuse was not included in the sexual abuse removal of the statute. So we took out physical abuse and also allowed it to be retroactive to previous cases. So, yes, that was what we did. And I'd have to give a big shout out to former Senator Chris Pearson and Senator Keisha Rahm, because they were very, very involved in making that happen. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Just a quick question. Has the diocese contributed to this? Because, quite frankly, Bishop Coyne should write the check tomorrow. Has the diocese contributed? No, the diocese has not. The diocese and Bishop Coyne have not even engaged with us through this whole process, even though we have invited him and we have asked him to engage with us. Um, he, he always says uh, he's open and he will um, meet with any of us uh, one-on-one if we choose to, but that hasn't happened very much. And the few that did... Um, he didn't really engage with them very well. Brenda, I want to just finish by asking you this. Um, and we all are so sad to hear the story that you went through and, and the other kids went through at St. Joseph's orf- Orphanage those many years ago. When you look back at that time, and I know you want to go forward in your life, and you have, was there was it all bad? Was there any any good children time at all anything you look back at it as as there were a few happy times or was it really all just all bad myself um i remember a few happy things occurring uh in the summer we used to go uh on the school bus to the park safari uh up in canada um uh we used to go roller skating uh north avenue occasionally um but then when I ask other people that were there about the same time of me, they go, well, we never did that. And it's like, okay. You know, um, I remember one year we had a huge uh, Christmas party in the gym. 
And Santa came, and there were all kinds of gifts and everything. And we've never had that before. We never had gifts and stuff. So I remember that distinctly. Um, but also what I remember at the end of it is I got a little, I got a stand-up doll. And the nuns used to put a bowl over your head and cut your hair. Oh, so we all, if you look at the pictures, we all had the same haircut. And so they cut that doll's hair to look like mine, and the doll looked like me. And after the party, they took my doll away, and they put it up in the little girl's dorm in the, in the center as a decoration. I never got to play with the doll. I got a present, but I never got to play with it. So, you know, there were a few good things uh, that occurred, but not as many as the bad things that occurred. No. Well, Mary Beth, can you tell us again how anybody, if people that are listening this morning want to help out in this big effort to create this memorial for the St. Saint Joseph's Orphanage uh, kids that are not kids anymore, but still, uh, you know, sort of were robbed of their of their childhood. Robbed of their childhood, absolutely, yes. Uh, so we have a 25K match right now that we can access from the Pomerleau Family Foundation. If people will go to St. Joseph's Inquiry rj.com and right there big as bold is donate to memorial they can click on that the funds go we are using the um, parks foundation of burlington as our fiscal sponsor they will take the contributions and ensure that this goes to creating the memorial the installation and we're hoping that it should be up and running by next year in sometime in 2024 all right mary beth redmond sandy uh Brenda Hannon, we had Sandy on. Brenda Hannon, thanks for being on the morning drive today. And um, we're so glad that you've moved forward with your life and are a happy person now, despite what you went through those many years ago. And we're glad that you're seeing this through to fruition in terms of uh, this memorial, which will hopefully bring closure to the kids that are the adults that were kids that are that are still left. Thank you. Thanks so much.